Hey everyone, welcome to Hetty Girl Pod, a podcast where sharing what I wish I knew earlier helps us get out of our heads, take up space, and breathe just a little bit easier. I'm your host, Jennifer, and that's what all ease. And in this episode, we're talking about where we go when we're going through it. As someone whose professional job is often getting people to first feel comfortable, I am always thinking about questions to learn more about a person. Either really silly questions to break the ice or really deep questions to make people think. I love both. (laughs) For the silly one, almost every time I have a training group meeting each other for the first time, I ask everyone to answer the question. If you could have it for free for the rest of your life, would you go with tacos for life or sushi for life. The responses are always great conversation starters and it's easy enough that the quiet ones in the room are not too mad at me for having them say something out loud. That's usually like my secret training trick, but you can have it for free. We're a family here. I will say how you do it matters though. So don't get mad at me if it doesn't work for you. Just kidding. But I've been thinking recently of new questions, silly, Andy. And one came to mind the other day. It's what would your algorithm tell me about you? Isn't that a good one? (laughs) It's interesting because if you don't use social media, almost everybody still has an internet footprint and the algorithm is still algorithming. (laughs) Does that make sense? You know what I mean? My friend actually wrote something like that to me the other day almost as if her algorithm is changing for her to send me things that I might need. Because I have different social pages, each of them has their own algorithm happening right now. But the Heady Girl Pod one, that's mostly soft music and life quotes about keep going, don't give up, heal, and get ready for future abundance. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds like a Heady Girl stuff. But something that came up recently, well, it's come up often, but I'm just now talking about it, is the content about disappearing for a little while. Work on yourself or your dreams and come back when you're done. Maybe that stood out to me even more because recently I was talking to my cousin and he described something similar, but he said he had his head down for a little while. And it made me think. I do that too. When I need to figure things out, big things, life things, I put my head down and well, I get heady. I do think it's necessary, so I get it, right? Sometimes when you're working on something and you're around everybody or talking to everybody about it, it doesn't get off the ground. You are distracted with people, maybe even collecting validation from people. Oof, Jennifer, did you just preach to yourself? Yes, girl. Um, Or other people's thoughts, comments, or fears, and you should do this, and you should do that, is actually holding you back. There's too much to process, too many opinions. Having you dealt the thing you're trying to give birth to. So sometimes maybe you need to stop talking to everyone and go inward. Quiet the external voices so the internal one can be heard. 
Not going to lie, though, it can feel more safe to listen to others when where you are currently in life, that difficult season that you're in, it feels like it's because of your own internal voice. That can be unsettling, too. So why would I listen to me and go inward and put my head down if I got myself here instead of listening to other people and see what they have to say? However, in general, I get it. And I agree. Go somewhere with yourself and put your head down. But, because there's always a but, for me, that also usually means self-isolation. A little different than introversion or maybe really a lot different than introversion, right? Introvert is a, has a preference of low stimulation, a losing of energy when around others. I don't apologize for being an introvert, but self-isolation, I do apologize for when I do that. When I say that I put my head down because life is lifing and think I'm alone in this world and I have to figure out on my own. At first, it can feel like putting your head down and getting to work. But if I do it long enough, it's self-preservation. It's disassociation from life, from the world and everyone I know in it. It's the downside of head down mentality, I guess. In this current season of life, you know, life is life. (laughs) I did have my head down for a while, but it wasn't working fast enough, maybe. And just as I was getting into self-isolation, disassociation, and all that stuff I talked about, I started this podcast. Yes, to get out of my head, but also to talk and share and even listen. Even if you out there aren't sitting here with me right now, But I can still feel like we're having a conversation, especially for the folks who actually reach out after an episode. This podcast has been the best accident ever. I didn't do it with intention to start a podcast, but really to help myself not go back into that spiral of self-isolation. Because being head down with an outlet to connect made me more comfortable to say out loud to the people around me. So even though I wasn't necessarily talking to them, doing that to it through a podcast made it really comfortable or made it easier, I should say, to then say it in real life. Why I needed my head down, that I was sad and confused and really just lost. And in that, I was finding the community that was already in front of me. But also I was finding a new one too. That has been the greatest lesson of this season. Yes, you should travel your own journey. But it's necessary to stop and see the people alongside the road with you. Maybe it's true. When you feel the need to self-isolate, that's a sign you need to lean more into your community. For help or encouragement food or shelter or whatever else a community can provide because I've been seeing it tenfold. But how do you define community? One of my favorite quotes I saw a few years ago is that being social is not community. 
Let me say that again for the people in the back. Being social is not community. And in the season I was at the time when I heard it, it made me question many of the relationships I had around me. I was getting back. I was getting sad back then too. But I noticed in hindsight, the people I thought I was building community with It was really just social activities. They tried to make me smile with a party or a gift, which was thoughtful and I appreciated it, but it wasn't community. I think I was triggered because I was having human emotions, but it felt like I was making my so-called community uncomfortable. And instead of trying to connect, they were trying to distract So I was trying to become a robot for them. And in doing that, that just made me sadder until I walked away. I love those people for the season that they were in my life. But it taught me not to confuse my intentions or rather expectations of people. If I want to be social, expect that. If I want to build community, Be intentional about that. Sorry. feel like this episode is talking about two things. Put your head down and lean on community. But really, it's the same thing. I mean, even in the Bible, Jesus left everyone to go be alone, to put his head down. Whether to pray or whether it was a 40-day test in the wilderness. But his goal wasn't self-sufficiency in isolation. So maybe that's the balance. Isolate to hear the internal voice, figure out the next step, your authentic next step, but don't make it a season or a life of self-isolation. That's where I'm at today. Grateful, so grateful for the community that I have around me, but also needing to put my head down for a minute. So yeah. That's what I wish I knew earlier. Community or independent, do what's best, whichever you're in. Just make sure that you make time for the other one too. And hopefully, now you know it sooner. Well, that's it for our episode. Thanks so much for listening in. Be sure to follow. And if you haven't already, find me on Instagram at HeadyGirlPod to say hi, send in a question, or share something you wish you knew earlier. Until next time. I hope you find many moments to breathe deep and take up space. Bye.